Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise matured sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. short word, a very, very precise, concise, straight to the point word. And I want you to follow very critically and very carefully because it's very important. I want to talk about discovering who is speaking. Discovering who is speaking. There are many voices in this life, but how do you discover who is speaking when a dog barks human beings call it barking but in the world of the dogs it's a communication so dogs understand what dog a dog is saying but human beings have certain interpretation for it the question I want to ask you tonight is that when God speaks do you know it is God or you see another thing altogether. Do you see it is God or you see another thing altogether? Matthew 16, the verse number 17 to 23. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charge he his disciples that they should tell no man he was Jesus Christ from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day the verse number 22 says then Peter, the same Peter, took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men hallelujah Jesus asked a question and said who do men say that I am and the Bible said everybody made an effort to decode the answer or to decode the identity of Jesus Christ based on the pronouncement and the declarations and the knowledge of men and everybody made effort and it amounted to nothing Peter was quiet on seeming uneducated so I'm not sure many were expecting from him what he said but all of a sudden Peter opened his mouth and made 
a profound revelation. He said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus looked at Peter and said, Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Jesus told Peter, I said, Peter, if you have heard this, it is because the Father which is in heaven has spoken to you. It is because what you have just made known right now, it is something you have received. Jesus immediately knew that this was the voice of the Father. Jesus understood that this was the voice of the Father. And afterwards, Jesus started speaking to them, telling them not to tell anybody what they have just received by revelation. One thing about revelation is that if the time to understand, to comprehend, is not done, when it is spoken, it will bring confusion. Men cannot understand you. Because revelation brings revolution. Revelation reveals times and seasons. Revelation brings recoveries because it brings us into realms of discoveries. By the spirit of revelation, we are able to know and we are able to take possession of what we know. By revelation. And when revelation enters into time, it is bound for a particular time. So the Bible said, in the fullness of time. There are certain things, they are for the fullness of time. The scripture says that for creation is awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God. Which also is trying to say that creation is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. That means that there is a time frame allotted, allocated for the revelation of the sons of God. So Jesus told the disciples, don't tell anybody about this. Don't let anybody know. And whilst he was speaking, he got to a point, he started telling them about how he was going to suffer and how he's going to go through preparing himself. Today is Palm Sunday, so you should understand this. Preparing himself and preparing the mindset of the disciples to accept what is coming this way. Immediately for the first time in the life of Peter, Peter quickly moved to Jesus and took him aside as though he had something to tell him special and rebuked Jesus. Can you imagine Peter rebuking Jesus and told him, don't say this again. It is like somebody saying something and you telling him, come on, you have to declare positive. Say something positive. Don't, don't say you are going to die. Don't say you are going to die. Don't say this again. Now, this temptation of Peter normally happens to all of us. The question I want you to really answer is who is speaking to you? What voice did Peter hear the first time and what voice has he heard now? What voice spoke to Jesus about his identity and which voice is speaking now about his crucifixion and trying to stop him from thinking towards his purpose? This is something you have to understand. Many a times, the devil tries to take over our heart, especially after major breakthroughs. So after a very powerful session as a praise and worship leader, and people falling under the anointing, and many, many mighty things are happening, it becomes difficult for your pastor to control you. Now you come to the realm of controlling your pastor, because for the first time in your life, you stood on a pulpit and you ministered under the anointing and the congregation, the crowd started clapping their hands some falling down, devils running away demons giving way to many things and then you felt very anointed you felt very powerful and then you begin not to hear not to submit now you now want to enter into another dimension, another realm what is the realm that Peter entered into? Peter was taken over by the fact that Jesus told him that flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Now, when Jesus asked that question, would you men say I am? The Bible never said that Peter went to the mountainside to pray. 
Peter paid no price for this revelation but by the grace of God it was given him so Peter had not learned certain lessons yet he thought that every time revelation comes because it has been said to him that always flesh and blood reveals to him child of God listen to me there is a time of need that when needs be heavens intervene during the seasons of the interventions of heaven any available vessel God can borrow for his execution but God will love to work and work with his servants more than ordinary vessels God can use instruments and after using those instruments he drops it for another time that is why the Bible says that some of you shall say unto me master or lord lord we casted devils in your name and then he would tell them it is not them that say lord lord it's not everyone that shall inherit the kingdom of god he said go away from me for you didn't do what is right and what is the will of your father so don't let us be deceived by certain attainment which we attain by reason of the grace of god that is upon our life for a time based on the revelation that was made known unto Peter Peter thought that he has the capacity to always bring to pass or to always advise or, or tell so Peter was deceived by that demonstration and he felt that he was on top so this time around he took Jesus aside and began to rebuke Jesus why? Because for the first time, he has spoken and it has been endorsed that this voice is from God. This is not the revelation of flesh and blood. And Peter doesn't remember ever praying and fasting to receive it. So he felt that every time he can. Child of God, we are always deceived to, to think like this. Yesterday's anointing cannot carry you through today's challenges. You must understand this. Yesterday's anointing cannot carry you through to today's challenges for every new level there is a new devil and for that reason you need a new feeling you need new empowerment you need new grace you cannot survive the present situation by reason of yesterday's oil you need to understand some of these things The church and the people of the church seems to be walking through certain challenges. And because of that, sometimes we are forced to become what God has not intended for us. What do I mean by that? One day Jesus took three disciples of his and they, they ascended a, a mountain and there was transfiguration on the mountain now you know what Peter said this same Peter said master don't let us go anywhere let us remain here we are going to build three houses for you one for Moses one for Elijah and one for yourself he said as for us we will sleep outside we will sleep outside we don't need a house we know how to sleep in the boat on the sea we will sleep outside when God is on a move don't let us stop God by experience because God doesn't work by experience God works by revelation so when God is on a move don't tell God yesterday this is how it was done so today it must be done like this the Bible says that a new wine cannot occupy an old wine skin he said it will burst the spirit is not able to take over mankind the spirit is not able to do much with the body of Christ why because when the spirit presents itself there is no renewed vessel for the new wine so the Holy Ghost is not able to do much with us because we always rely on yesterday's experience whose voice are you hearing today is it a voice of your experience that is advising you, that is counseling you, that is guiding you, that is directing you? The Bible said concerning David that David inquired of the Lord again. David had every right to have relied on yesterday's experience, but he inquired of the Lord again. He inquired of the Lord again. 
he inquired of the Lord again. But Peter did something different. And when he spoke to Jesus, that don't say this thing again. The Bible said that Jesus rebuked Peter and told Peter, you devil, go away from me. Go away from me. He said, this is the voice of the devil. And Jesus described how he was able to tell this was not the voice of God. Beloved, our Lord Jesus Christ was so sensitive as a man walking on earth with a spirit to the standard he never missed the voice of God. He was able to tell the difference between the voice of God and the voice of man. But today, we are not able to tell. Why? Thou art Christ, the son of the living God, was a revelation by the spirit or by the father. I am going to die. And Peter said, don't say that again. I think it was a good counsel. Jesus, don't be talking about death. Jesus, please don't be talking. Confess positive. I think it is scriptural that we are supposed to speak positive. Because life and death is in the power of our tongue. Why are you saying this? Don't say this again. And then Peter was advising and rebuking Jesus. Besides, Peter was far older than Jesus. So humanly, he had every right to rebuke him. If his junior brother was doing the wrong thing. So Peter might have come from that angle of his age. And thought that if I know you, then I can correct you. And then he started dealing with Jesus. And Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. Sometimes some people by their age become offenses unto their pastors in the church. Sometimes some people by the monies they have becomes offenses unto their pastors. Sometimes some people by the exposure and the connections they have becomes offenses unto their pastors. Sometimes some people by the skill, the skill, you are the best musician, you are the best prayer warrior, you become an offense. Your pastor cannot talk about you because when he talks about you, you are going to walk out of the church. You become an offense. You become an offense. Look at what Jesus said. For thou severed not the things that be of God, but those that of, are of men. That means that, Peter, you do judgment from the angle of men. You are not so careful. You are not pursuing the will of God. Peter, your heart is not pursuing the will of God. So what is produced? projecting out of your lips has nothing to do with God. Beloved, let me tell you something. Anybody that does not have a heart for the will of God can never know the voice of God. Pastor, what are you talking about? John 7, 17. He said that if any man would do his will, he shall know he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. So to know who is speaking, to know the will of God is to actually know the voice of God. I'm looking for the voice of God. If you're looking for the voice of God, know the will of God. Have a heart to pursue. Go after the will of God. Beloved, that voice that you are hearing, that is guiding you to take the decision. The question I'm, I'm asking you is that is it in line with the will of God? Is it in line with the will of God? Is it because you saw a friend doing it? That is why you're also doing it. Is it because that style of ministry? Today, many of many people call them themselves prophets or apostles. Why? Because it looks attractive to be called a prophet today or an apostle today. What is instructing you? Hardly do you see people say that, oh, I am a, 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 a teacher or a, a, an evangelist. Everybody says he's an apostle, he's a prophet because the world celebrates prophets and apostles. Man of God, the question I'm asking you is that, how did you become? How did you know? Was it because people said, or God said,
He said, you do not pursue after the will of God. So Peter, what you are saying, it's not of God. You are becoming an offense to me. You are becoming an offense to me. Hallelujah. The voice of God can never be known by the flesh. No. It is not in opinion pool. I'm telling you. The bandwagon cannot determine what God is saying. It is a very sad story. When people begin with quote, quotes like, the voice of the people is the voice of God. Who told you? Who told you? The Bible says that the voice of God tenders upon many waters. So no matter, no matter the, the, the size of the water, it is still not the voice of God. There's another tender. There's another voice tendering upon many waters. So don't, don't go by that. When you ask prophet Jeremiah, he will tell you this experience. When all other prophets were prophesying that the king was going to win the battle, Jeremiah got there and he said, okay, I'm telling you the truth. If you go, you will die. Then they arrested him. He never joined the bandwagon. The voice of God can never be decoded by the flesh. No. Why? Because Jesus said in John 6, 63, he said the, the, the words that I speak, they are life and they are spirit. The things that proceed from the mouth of God or from the mouth of Jesus Christ, they are life and they are spirit. And to know or to have opportunity to connect with things of the spirit, it cannot be by the flesh. So Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, this one, the revelation is not from the flesh, neither from the blood. The revelation is not from the flesh, neither from the blood. But this revelation is from the father of all spirits. It's from the father of all spirits. Child of God, hear me. Whatever is happening today in this world, one of the things that will bring settlement, peace, that surpasses all understanding, is our ability to decode what God is saying. I believe that in every situation, the voice of God is speaking. The voice of God is louder. The voice of God. Psalm 29 said that the voice of the Lord tendered upon many waters. When the Bible talks about waters, it is also depicting a picture of, of, of attacks. Paul said that he suffered in many waters. When you read Genesis, he said what? He separated the waters from the waters and the voice of the Lord was hovering upon the surface of the waters. The voice of God. So whether 5G, whether coronavirus, whatever is prevailing, whatever be the waters, I'm here to tell you there is a voice tendering and that's our preview in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a voice and I hear the voice of the Lord telling me now that all that is happening, son, it is a premature orchestration of the devil to bring fear on humanity. Child of God, listen to me. All that is happening around us, I tell you the truth, though we are the end times, but it is not the end of the time. We know the voice of God that says that before the man of sin will raise his head, the righteous one who are filled with the spirit of God must leave the earth. So the antichrist can never come up as long as the rapture had not taken place. That is the voice of God. That is the voice of God. So there is nothing to fear, but there is much to do. There is much to do. Whatever is not according to the will of God, you can pray it out of course. I went to the internet to check and to find out what is happening and I realized that many people have risen up and awareness is breaking out everywhere. And it, I, I know it's becoming dangerous for the other side. Whatever be the case, one day it will come to pass, but not now. Whatever be the case, one day it will come to pass, but not now. It can be tomorrow. Even if it is tomorrow, the rapture must come. The people of God must leave the earth 
and then the devil can take over. But as long as the light of the world is in the world, darkness can never prevail. The Bible says, for we are the light of this world. A city on a hill can never be hidden. Light has no argument with darkness. If there is anybody that must be must take consent, darkness must take consent. As for light, it works in majestically. So as long as we remain on earth here, as long as we are here, I came with the voice of God to you. If you know the will of God, you know the voice of God. I said, if you know the will of God, you know the voice of God. If I pray that God will make his will known unto you, and you will hear his voice in the name of Jesus Christ. If you know the will of God, you will know the voice of God. So don't fret. Don't be afraid. For I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of power, sound mind, and of love. When God speaks, it settles you. The other day, Paul rose up in the boat and he said, Fear not, for an angel of the Lord appeared to me over the night and spoke to me. And he said, that There will be subsidence of the boat. But listen to me, he said, Now shall perish. So he said, Fear not. Why? God has spoken. And I declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you shall hear the voice of the Lord. I said, You shall hear the voice of the Lord. I said, You shall hear the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord tendereth upon many waters. I don't care about the waters. I don't care about the situation. I don't care about the trouble. I don't care about whatever is happening. But what I care about is what is God saying in the midst of the waters? What is God saying in the midst? the waters child of God some of us have suffered many things we may not have suffered much but by experience no matter how tough it is we still hear the voice of the Lord and God speaks last year I went through a lot of things but one of the things that I realized was that at a point God was speaking he was telling me God told me he said it's not the end of things it's not the end of things. Fear not. The moment I heard that, I was settled. God will settle you by his voice. I said the Lord will settle you by his voice. Certain things can come your way and it's as though it is the end of days. Your end has come. But I am here to tell you, God is now beginning with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. As long as you know the will of God, you will know the voice of God the speakings of the Lord is the expressions of the spirit the speakings of the Lord is the expressions of the spirit the Bible says and the spirit of God was moving on the surface of the waters and then when you come to the same Genesis the Bible says that and the spirit of the Lord was walking in the gardens the voice of the Lord was walking in the gardens and Jesus said in the book of John, he said, the words that I speak, they are the spirit. So that voice that was working was the spirit. That voice that was working in the garden was actually the spirit. So John said in Revelation chapter 1, the verse number 10, he said, I was in the spirit on the last day and I heard his voice. So to hear the voice of God, you must be in the spirit. Why? Because First Corinthians 2, the verse number 14 says that they are spiritually discerned. The things of God are spiritual and they must be discerned spiritually. So to know the voice of God, child of God, you cannot know them by flesh nor by blood. You cannot know them by the efforts of men. By inheritance, no, it's not possible. It can't be by flesh nor blood. It can't be. What is more important today is what God is saying. It is not what is happening around us. The Bible said that. <laughs> the Bible said that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, void. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep. Then he said, God came forth and released his voice. In the midst of the chaosity, he released his voice. Let there be light. And the scripture says, there was light child of God, what is going to happen tomorrow is what God is saying today. What is going to happen tomorrow is what God is saying today. And what is he saying? 
I'm telling you that this thing is not for your death. That is what God is saying. You are not part of them that must suffer atrocities. This is what God is saying. What God is saying is that a thousand will fall at your side. Ten thousand at your left hand side. Yes, you hear the news from BBC, CNN, Fox News, but they shall not come near your dwelling. No cameras shall come to your house. There will not be, your name will not be counted among the dead. In the name of Jesus Christ. What is God saying? That is your future. That is your future. What God has said today is your future. That is your tomorrow. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. No matter the situation, the voice of God, tenderness. <laughs> the voice of God, tenderness. The Bible says it breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of God breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The cedar of Lebanon is the hardest of all trees. The hardest of all trees. <laughs> a tree in, 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 in scriptural interpretation represents the works of men. So the cedars of Lebanon, the hardest of all trees, that means that the most difficult systems, opinions, points of men, the voice of God is able to put it into silence. It breaks the cedars of Lebanon. What I'm more concerned about, what I'm more concerned about is what God is saying. What I'm more concerned about today is what God is saying. Because if I know what God is saying today, I know the future. And I know, I know what God is saying. I know. Ezekiel said, and the angel of the Lord spoke. And the voice entered me and it lifted me upon my feet. The voice of God always brings hope. It brings deliverance. It brings revelation. It brings empowerment. What is God saying? This is what you are supposed to know. God is saying that it is well with you. I said the Lord is saying that it is well with you. Hallelujah. The voice of the Lord. What is he saying? And which voice are you hearing? You see, the fact that you are responding to fear means that you are not hearing the voice of God. Why? Because the voice of God does not bring fear. The voice of God does not bring fear. Among the many things that the voice of God brings, fear is not one of them. Let's look at Psalm 29. Psalm 29. Oh, Shabadabakataya. Liko Bolo Bolo Bolo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 29. Maybe we look at the verse number 3. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. There is a the God of glory, tendereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Then he said, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The, the God of glory tendereth. When God manifests his glory, his voice tender. When God manifests his glory, his voice tender. He said, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. What is the meaning? When God's voice appears, majestic gates open. He said, I lift up your hands, all ye gates, and be lifted up. Why? He said, the king of glory, the king of majesty is coming. By reason of the voice of God, no gate shall be shut before you. I said, by reason of the voice of the Lord in your camp, no gate shall be shut before you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like calf. Lebanon and Syrian. Like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaken the wilderness. The Lord shaken the wilderness of the Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds of calf and discovered the forest. And in his temple do everyone speak of his glory 
the Lord sits upon the flood. The Lord sits upon the flood. Yea, the Lord sits king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. Somebody receives strength tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. This is the voice of God to you. You have been blessed with peace. I said you have been blessed with peace. Wherever you are, wherever you are hearing me from, look, don't focus on what is happening around you. Set your focus and your gaze on what God is saying. The other day, Hezekiah said, I will stand upon my words and see what he will say. Set your gaze upon what he's saying. Because what God says becomes a vision and a revelation. When God speaks, there is a manifestation. So God's voice is not just heard, it is also seen. We see his voice. We see his voice. We see his voice. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The Bible says, and he became flesh. And we saw his glory as the only begotten. We see, we can see his voice. Adam said that. We heard your voice walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord. Is speaking and what is he saying what is the voice of god saying wherever you are shout and say it is well with me shout and say i have strength from the lord shout and say i am blessed with peace i cannot be turned into pieces this is the voice of god we are not ignorant of the device of the enemy that we are more inclined to the voice of our God. I said we are more inclined to the voice of our God. We are more. Satan, you cannot kill us. You cannot destroy us. Our life is hidden in Christ in God. Our life is hidden in Christ in God. You are seated at the right hand side of the Father. We are exalted far above principalities and powers. We tread upon snakes and scorpions. Hey, Marupa Kataya, Rejoice not over me, my enemies. For if I fall, I will rise again. If I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light. God, listen to me. I'm too expensive for God to give up on me. Too expensive for God to give up on me. My value, it is the blood of Jesus. I am worth the life of God. I'm too expensive for God to give up on me. For God to give up on me for Corona? No! I'm too expensive for these cheap sicknesses. I'm too surrounded to be molested. Devil, hear me? I said, I'm too surrounded to be molested. By reason of the name of Jesus, I have a place of safety. The Bible has said that he will give his angels charge over me. By reason of the blood of Jesus, I enjoy Passover. When I move, I move in the company of divinity. I am too surrounded because as the mountains surround Jerusalem so shall the Lord surround his people I am too surrounded to be molested Satan I know the voice of God you cannot intimidate us we know the voice of the Lord we know it may look good it may sound good let's do fasting let's go for vaccination let's do a chip let's do this Peter said I don't say this again don't say you are going to die Jesus said are you you are tricking me go away from me this is the voice of Satan we know when it's Satan we know it we know it we know it when it's the devil we know we are not ignorant we are not ignorant the Bible informs us the truth informs us the spirit of God guides us into all truth we are fully aware we are fully aware yes I'm telling you so child of God don't be afraid don't take decisions by fear you will walk in the will of Satan when you take decisions by fear you will walk in the will of Satan because you don't have sound mind and you cannot do much for God because you don't have power and you cannot appreciate others because you cannot love why? you are walking in fear one spirit takes away your, your love for God it takes away your power, your ability and then it takes away your sound mind fear don't joke with it 
it's a great weapon it's a great weapon that is why the devil is intimidating the whole world with that spirit it is the voice of satan fear is the voice of satan and i rebuke every spirit of fear in the name of jesus christ may out of the dark clouds may out of the dark clouds the intense radiation of the light of god break through in the mighty name of jesus christ and may the enemy be exposed the enemy in the hands of the, the, the affairs may they be exposed leadership that has sent their soul their conscience and taking decisions which will be against the body of christ may the rays of jehovah break through the dark clouds and reveal their works in the name of jesus from the corridors of the un wherever that the enemy is working from from the corridors of religion may that exposure happen in the name of jesus christ we are not ignorant we are not ignorant we see the move of the spirit of religion we see you we see you jesus said that be careful of the east of the pharisees <laughs> he said be careful of the east of the pharisees what is the east of the pharisees the pharisees were known for two things politics and religion so jesus was telling us be careful of the influence of politicians and the spirit of religion because if you're not very careful you cannot walk in the will of god they will influence you you do things to please them you do things to please them you do things to please them you become so religious and substitute you substitute relate i mean the, the the life of god with religion and that is death the voice of the lord the voice of the lord whose voice are you hearing that's the question i'm asking you whose voice are you hearing and like i told you you can never hear the voice of god if you are not in the spirit you can never hear the voice of god if you are not in the spirit listen to me god is not quiet i said god is not quiet but men are not attentive god is speaking i said god is speaking lazarus died and the voice of god was loud in there men were expecting that jesus would come and come and heal lazarus jesus waited for lazarus to die and then he went there and then he made a statement he said that men may see the glory of god he said for your sake the voice of god was loud in every situation there is the voice of god can you please hear that voice at this time wherever you are i want you to begin to pray in the holy ghost i want you to pray in the spirit and tell the holy ghost sanctify my spirit soul and body refocus me in the things of the spirit let me get focused on the spirit that i may hear the voice of the lord he said i was in the spirit on the last day and one of the ways to zoom into the spirit simply is to begin to pray in the holy ghost is to begin to pray in the holy ghost is to begin to pray in the holy ghost would you lift your voice wherever you are and begin to pray boldly pray boldly pray boldly come on lift your voice wherever you are and pray boldly in the holy ghost that the voice of god may tender for you that the voice of god may tender for you that the voice of god may tender for you Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice wherever you are. In your homes, in your cars, wherever. Just pray the Holy Ghost. Just pray the Holy Ghost.
Come on, lift your voice. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. No news will disturb your peace. No news will disturb your peace. Yeah. There shall be peace within your borders. There shall be peace within your walls. Oh, my eyes. Shut Yeah, my eyes. Just let your voice be heard, Lord. Let your voice be heard, Lord. Let your voice be heard, Lord. I hear the voice of God. I hear the Lord saying it clearly. Church, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Let the body of Christ never fear. For greater that is in you than the one that is in the world. He said, I have set my gaze upon the earth. And I'm not ignorant of all that is happening. I have not left the earth into the hands of the enemy. He said, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Yes. The ball is being played in the enemy's court. Yes. But God is with the ball. He's in charge. He's in charge. I say he's in charge. It is well with the church. It is well with the body of Christ. It is well with the church. In the name of Jesus, the voice of God tenders upon many waters. 
child of God, God bless you. And God keep you. God protect you. God keep your peace. It should keep you in perfect peace. And may the peace of God govern you every now and then. In Jesus' precious name. God bless you. screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information visit kmcworldwide.org Thanks again for listening. God bless you.